0: Welcome, everyone. Hello, this is Lori Wendra, and thank you for listening. Who am I? There are times in our lives that we ask. Who am I? How did I get here? What am I doing? And where do I want to go? And what do I want to do? These are often indicators that the universe or our guides and our loved ones are stepping in to help us align. And you might be feeling this more now than earlier this year. This is the time of the great gateway of the August Lions Gate. The universe gives us natural times to respond to events in our lives, times to react or respond, and then times to reflect. But when's the last time that you actually sat back and reflected? And again, the universe gives us those natural times to do both action and rest. This is normally our Saturn return time. That's when Saturn returns to that same place that it was at the time of your birth. And since Saturn's rotation is approximately 29 years This happens when we're 29, 30, 58, 59, and again at 87 to 88. These are the times that we have big natural shifts in our life. The first is usually marriage, kids, career. The second is more related to health and a reflection of our mortality what we've done in our life, and what we have yet to do. And the last is, if we live that long, is a reflection and joy over a lifetime, yet a renewed energy of all that we've done. As I see clients, I see those key phases in their lives, assessing, questioning, and oftentimes judging themselves for where they are or where they aren't. And I wonder today, how many of you are afraid to reflect on the times of your life that weren't as favorable, or maybe they didn't turn out the way you thought that they should have turned out? Something you said or did maybe wasn't quite what you expected, or you weren't proud of it, or it set you off on another path. That's where we are right now. We have these big times that I can look back at Saturn returns, but the Lion's gateway and of course all the retrogrades that we're experiencing here in the summer of 2021. This is a time for us to reflect and respond. And over the years I have to say I've been so very excited as to the greater interest in the spiritual world and coming together with the world of science. That includes Our curiosity and the discovery of the planets, the planetary systems, rotations, and the impact that the planets and the moons of the planets have upon us. That includes poor Mercury. As we've learned about Mercury, we've given it such a bad rap about technology and warnings about communication. And again, retrogrades are not bad at all. And I've watched that kind of evolve over the years. And now we've begun picking on the moon and the emotions and talking about the intensity of the full moons and the void of nothingness of the new moon where we cast our wishes and dreams, yet sometimes we feel those wishes and dreams keep falling into a black hole of nothingness because we have this expectation that we're going to throw a wish out to the universe and the universe is just going to drop it right back for us. Just this week, NASA published a sound recording that they were picking up from one of the moons of Jupiter. It's energy. And as science develops, that noise has always been there. We just now have the tools that can capture and transmit that sound to us. And eventually, we'll be able to develop interpretive tools to what the sound means. That is so much like how we evolve. This last full moon, the universe dropped in all sorts of new codes and keys for us, but we weren't ready to use them. We don't have the interpretive tools yet to use that information. And when we do have those tools, that's when we can sort out and use what the universe is giving us. But it's not a negative thing. The moon pushing on our emotions is not a bad thing. The moon pushing on the water content of our physical body and showing us where we might have inflammation that might create restlessness or our inability to concentrate or maybe not sleep so well, that's not a negative thing. It's showing us something. It's giving us information that we just don't have the interpretive tools yet. And by the way, Jupiter is the lucky planet. And as we appear to be moving through and learning more about our planetary systems versus just where they reside in the rotation process, we're learning about the energy of those planets and their moons. They've always been there, but we're just ready to learn, to hear. We're more curious. So too, I'm noticing this about the Lion's Gateway. This gateway happens every year and it pushes on our third eye, our pineal gateway, our intuitive spirit. And if you've been working on understanding who you are, that's the teachings of Chiron and Aries, which is the I am energy, your DNA and you, you're ready for that potential activation of these codes that are coming in. This last full moon dropped in all sorts of new codes and keys, and the gateway allows you to explore and move in a different direction. I could look out the window and actually see raining of filaments of light and colors and codes and keys. Some of us might not have those tools yet to see or to actually use that energy. The pandemic and the global changes helped many shift out of old patterns, included jobs, relationships, and even where we were living or traveling to. But we have work to do ourselves. As humans, we always have free will, and as much as the universe guides, directs, and drops in these glaring clues for us, sometimes we're just blind to them. Sometimes we don't want to see what is really there and sometimes we can't see what's actually there. We don't have those tools yet to decipher what we're experiencing. That's why sometimes when we stay in unfulfilling jobs or relationships that just feel that they're not sustaining us, we see the potential of that job or the relationship, but we fail to see the truth in reality and we're in this time of great transmutation of our energy, and the universe is pushing us to actually see what's there. We continue to be bombarded with false information, and that sidetracks us. Conspiracy theories, stories or beliefs of what to do or not to do, things that drop other codes and keys of fear back into our energy fields. And as much as the universe uses key times like this last full moon and the Lion's Gateway to drop in these massive evolutionary codes and keys to help us, there also always seems to be an uptick of other information meant to hold us back in those old places. I'm noticing that the stories that are being pushed out by the news or social media they're at those times when the universe is dropping in spiritual evolution or our own evolutionary codes. And then there's these stories, these patterns that have a tendency to hold us back in that place of fear. When you're fearful, you do not receive the codes. Your energy is focused more on survival and not opening up to a new experience. I've always felt incredibly blessed that the universe supports my gifts. And with that comes great responsibility And commitment to use the gifts that we have. That's part of my DNA. But as you grow and you evolve, you begin to question who am I and what is part of my DNA? What were you born with that the universe is nudging? Conspiracies and lies and falseness. That falls away. Let it just be. Don't get wrapped up into that. Those sorts of stories or vibrational energies just simply can't survive in light. It's considered shadow. We've seen and will continue to see those types of vibrations fall away, becoming something of the past as we welcome the future and the energy that's being ushered into us now. Think about all the stories that we hear around full moon time. The belief is that more babies are born, there's more crime, there's more domestic disputes, we have a tendency to lose our temper. Could that also be that we're not only feeling the pressure of the moon, but also those codes of evolution are being dropped in, but also the codes of fear to hold us back from evolving? Just be aware. The next time you feel the intensity of the moon, reframe that. Instead of it being a painful or a miserable or something that might be meant to keep you awake, that it's something good that's coming in, and you need to focus on that good. We will continue to see old and low vibrations fall away. The light that's coming in is simply too powerful for it to sustain, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't still exist. It's just a slow process. At this time, your senses will be heightened, sudden knowing, sudden firmness on who is around you or what your purpose is. And you will contemplate who am I? What am I doing here? And why am I doing this? So, what exactly is the Lion's Gate? Well, on August 8th, it's an annual cosmic alignment known as the Lion's Gate. Powerful cosmic spiritual energy comes to us at this time thanks to Sirius, the brightest star in our sky. It aligns perfectly with Orion's Belt and the pyramids of Giza in Egypt. Sirius is the star of abundance, creativity, and devotion. And when it joins forces with the sun in Leo, for whom the portal is named, the energy to manifest, transform, transmute, and bring balance to our lives is increased exponentially. It is a gateway to utilize this energy. The astrological sign of Leo is ruled by the sun, and it in turn rules the heart. So when the sun is in Leo and aligns with Sirius, the star of devotion, it opens that doorway to intense love and the awakening of the divine. The time of the gate portal is a chance to recognize your personal power and begin to align to it in order to evolve and grow. And as you grow, you transmute energy. Do you believe you can neither create nor destroy energy? Rather, you transmute it. If you remember back to physics class, students are taught that energy is always conserved. And the example that I remember is a billiard ball smacks another. The energy of that first ball's motion is divvied up. Some goes into the second ball's motion. Some generates sound or heat. And some energy remains with the first ball. But the total amount of energy remains exactly the same, no matter what. Same goes for momentum. The same principle is the same wherever you go in the cosmos, and it's the same with us. We can neither create nor destroy, but we transmute energy. And this would be one of those cosmos opportunity times to transmute your energy. Technically, the Lionsgate portal is open from July 26th to August 12th which is when you'll feel the vibration of this forceful energy. This will be the greatest power point, peaking on August 8, 8, 8 In numerology, 8 is all about power and balance. It is the power to bring your life into perfect balance and perfect harmony, be it financial stability, emotional well-being, physical well-being, realization of your ambitions, or transmuting something negative into a positive vibrational energy. All of these hopes and goals are already enhanced by the activation of the lion's gate and the numerology power of 8-8 offers you another spiritual boost. That's why it's so powerful and that's why we're starting to talk more and more and more each year about the lion's gate. On its side, the number eight becomes the symbol of infinity, symbolizing infinite manifestation and linking to the divine inside of you and the universe outside, and everything is connected. And one of the great things that I like to suggest during meditation is that you use the infinity sign, drawing that number eight outward from your heart and then circling back into you so instead of being above you or outside of you it's connected to you the lion's gate portal is a massive influx of energy and it comes from the universe but what exactly does that energy do while this gateway is open well one because of the lion energy and the number eight it enhances love love is the greatest power of all and when aligned with the heart of the lion it helps you access your inner divine love your truth, and of course, your light. This energy shifts us all into a more enlightened and evolved state, bringing dramatic new beginnings, new levels of consciousness, and helps us manifest the ascension of humankind together. Remember, we're in the time of Aquarius, and so we're all here about elevating humanity. The energy of the portal aligns with the emerald green heart chakra and makes the solar plexus chakra glow like a golden yellow sun. That amplifies your own self-confidence, your willpower, your inner balance, and the ability to truly love yourself. This is when the balance of light and dark within your soul is achieved. This is when you can transmute that energy. And when I say shine on, I mean shine your light on. This gateway also provides the opportunity for you to increase your ability to manifest. Your third eye is just naturally more open as you meditate, making your intuition open up wider. Your creativity to manifest those things that you want are more clear. You're shining more light. You're illuminating more of that light on and out into the universe of what you want so the universe can't help but respond and reflect back. This portal also helps cleanse negativity, the shadow energy. So much light coming in pushes out that shadow energy or the darkness, but we also have more of the ability to love and to find balance within ourselves during this time. This allows us to release toxic relationships, old habits that have held you back, negative assumptions, about life in general. We need this light now as a community as well as individuals. This sudden surge of high frequency energy can overwhelm one's chakras and senses. And that's why I say your senses are going to be heightened, but there's nothing to fear. If you find yourself feeling jittery or anxious, you'll become calm when you recognize that great love life is channeling through you and helping your soul evolve higher you are being charged up by divine forces. This gateway also accelerates our transformation. Making changes in your life can be difficult whether they're internal, your beliefs, your habits, or if they're external with jobs, careers, locations, those types of things. Trust that the universe has your best interest at heart right now as you put your hopes and your ambitions out of your mind and follow your heart. Allow your inner divinity to shine now and take you from where you are to where you desire to go. You will be supported as the lion's gate swings wide open. Just remember, you will find yourself asking, who am I? What am I doing? Why am I here? And what do I want? Also remember that this light is coming in to adjust or align our compass. Your heart helps guide you, and your mind moves you in that direction. But when we think of our compass, what if we think of life more like a compass than just a road? A compass points us in a direction. The main points we know on a regular compass are north, south, east, and west. And all the minor directions are northeast, southeast, southwest, and northwest. But it doesn't tell us to take 10 steps Or travel a mile to get to a certain point. It just points us in the direction. It's our direction to move forward and it's our compass, but it's the mind that helps us move those steps. It's the mind that tells us to take 10 steps or walk a mile. So that's where the heart and the mind need to work in collaboration. Because if your mind is telling you not to do something and your heart is telling you to do something, if they're not collaborating, we get into this compass spin or the spiraling. We just feel like we're turning around in circles and are directionless. If you find yourself in that situation, come back to remembering your compass and the compass is just going to set you in a general direction. It's gonna point you north, south, east, or west. And that's true in life. Point yourself in a direction and then begin to take baby steps without expectation as to I have to get to a certain point in my life. Like a compass, it's not perfect and it doesn't have to be perfect. If you wait for the specifics or the perfect path or the succinct directions as to how many steps and how far to go, you're gonna miss the journey. And as souls having a human experience, we want the journey. We're meant to ponder, who am I? What am I doing here? Why am I doing this? What do I want to do? These are all things that we're built to do. And why we don't like shifting and following and the adjustments that our compass does make through its lifetime. Sometimes that baffles me, but I understand it. It's the human parts of us. When our souls get bored or our souls are ready for elevation, we evolve. You are not exactly the same today as you were yesterday, and you will be slightly different tomorrow from who you are today. Remember that. And that's just simply following your heart, and that's your compass. So, at this opportunity with the lion's gate, and as it swings wide open, As we go into August, I'm going to leave you with a few things that will help you ponder and transmute your energy. One, let go of all thoughts that don't make you feel empowered and strong. Let go of feeling guilty for doing what you truly want to do. Let go of the fear of the unknown and take one small step and watch how the path reveals itself. Let go of regrets. At one point in your life, that whatever was exactly what you wanted. Let go of worrying. Worrying is just like praying for what you don't want. Let go of blaming anyone for anything. Be accountable for your own life. If you don't like something, you have two choices. Accept it or change it. Let go of thinking you're damaged. You do matter and the world needs you. In fact, your soul decided to come here right now at this time to help in this transformation. So let go of thinking your dreams are not important. Always follow your heart. Always follow your heart. And of course, always shine on. This is Lori Wondra of Your Life Core, and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Messages from the Universe. I'm Lori Wondra. For current events or to schedule a private session, please visit www.yourlifecore.com.